Maybe I'm crazy, but the heat, we're gonna be back. Just like Jimmy said. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. Congrats to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, no, seriously, I'm not a sore loser. It was an amazing season for the Miami Heat, and I am uh, I'm happy for Lakers fans. I live here in Los Angeles. Everyone was celebrating, and uh, we'll be back. We're good. We got, we got some stars. We'll be back. But uh, thanks for joining us. We don't have a guest this week, so it's just us hanging out. Uh, T is also not with us, so it's just me and myself. And Heller and Donnie, we're going to talk about Dak. Obviously, that super unfortunate injury. What happens now? We will talk about the Miami Heats and the Lakers. And we're going to talk about uh, the losers around the league. Has, haven't done loser power rankings in a while, but um, there's some really bad teams out there. So we're going to discuss who's the worst. Young Herb, a.k.a. Justin Herbert, out here balling. And he's got me ready for Tua to get out there. Uh, as well as Jimmy Garoppolo, is a time to bail on him. But let's get started with Wit It or Quit It. Wit It or Quit It. Quit It. Quit It. We about to turn up in this bitch. What's up, Heller? What's going on in Wit It or Quit It this week? What's up, Joy? Um, I, so apparently they finished the NBA season. Is that correct? They're, they Because I remember they stopped it. And then no, I know there's no, talks of it no, no one watched. No one watched. So uh, <laughs> okay, I, okay. I'm the only person who watched. So I can I can safely report that the NBA season has finished. There is a champion. It's the okay. LA Lakers. Yeah. All right. Well, the Warriors weren't there, so this is news to me. Uh, but I'm told uh, by you as well. I guess you can you can also confirm that LeBron James led the Lakers to the 17th championship in franchise history. Uh, it's his fourth championship and the fourth time he's won a finals MVP. Um, and he's still writing the, uh, final chapters of his book. MJ's goat book is already written though. So I say this to you, Joy, LeBron has surpassed MJ and is the official goat with it or quit it. Quit it. But, but, but I have some... I have some thoughts. So, like, okay. obviously, right. we knew there was a very good chance LeBron James was going to win this championship, right? Like, if you were watching Certainly basketball, yeah. uh, it was available it was on the board that LeBron wins mm-hmm. another championship. Yeah. Um, and he did it in impressive fashion. I mean, they won in six against a very good Miami Heat team, and oh, yeah, he was dominant. So it's not like he was like being carried by anyone. Like he won Finals MVP for a reason. Remember that, yeah. And um, I think that I've just come to the conclusion that I'm going to have to share the space, not from a goat perspective, because I still believe that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm. I think that LeBron James is the greatest superstar of all time, and I also okay. think that that passes beyond just basketball like i think he is the greatest superstar in all of sports that we've ever had and i think the way Mm. that he the way that he conducted himself in this bubble cemented that for me not that i didn't already feel this way because i've said this many times i think this particular year just kind of put the final stamp on that and like no one loves michael jordan more than me maybe skip bayless but i love michael jordan i worship michael jordan I always have, and for good reason. 
he is greatness. We didn't all just, we all just watched the last dance together as if it was happening live. Like yeah. he, is, mm -hmm. he is a superstar of the magnitude that can't even really be expressed. But LeBron yeah. James has been in the spotlight since he was 16 years old. He's overcome uh, a, ch a childhood that, that Michael Jordan did not have. Um, not that that's a knock on Michael Jordan to have a nice childhood, <laughs> but um, he did, you know, real nice. it, yeah, I got it you. is something, it is something. He went straight to the NBA and has been the topic of conversation ever since. I mean, he's the chosen one. He has been in the spotlight his entire adult life and some of his childhood as well. And the way that he has handled himself, the way he has grown up with with me, like we are the same age, so with me, but yeah. in front of everyone's yeah. eyes, yeah. Um, become the icon that he has, become the winner that he has, overcome every you know time that we've moved the goalposts for what he can't accomplish um, or what right. he's accomplishing is not enough. You know, he's winning in the Eastern Conference, he wouldn't win in the West. Well, he just won in the West. You know, he, right. he can't win with three superstars. He needs three superstars. Well, he just won with one other superstar. So he's done everything that's been asked of him. He can't go 6-0 and in the finals because he already lost in the finals multiple times. So that is not available to him. To me, he just is unprecedented. Like to, to be able to have the career he's had with no scandals. I mean, what is the scandal with LeBron no. James? That no. he said publicly that he was leaving Cleveland in a, in a press conference and then donated a bunch of money to Boys and Girls Club? I got it. I got it. It's it's honestly still his biggest scandal is still the gold Hummer he had senior year of high school. <laughs> I forgot about that. So I, I don't consider that to be part of the narrative. I can't remember if it was an H2 or an H3, but it was preposterous even then. I saw a Hummer the other day in Los Angeles. <laughs> I literally was like, what? A what? Hummer? You know a what? It, Hummer it must have been Arnold Schwarzenegger. I it must be, like, I am in the vortex right now. Uh, <laughs> Hummers used to be such a thing, and they are not a thing anymore. They, no. I mean, I can't even imagine. We'll, like, I would get rid of a Hummer so fast. Like, the amount of gas that you have. I dated someone who had a Hummer, and I was like, do you just like paying for gas? Is that why you have this car? Because you just like paying for gas? You can drive to the end of the block, and you have half a tank of gas. Right, but then you got to fill up, and then someone gets to see you in your sweet-ass Hummer filling that thing up with your money so the hummer is a beautiful car but you can't drive to the end of the block without being out of gas it's fascinating like it's you like paying for gas if you have a hummer it's a dumb flex it's um, a dumb flex it's not it's not smart there's 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 more uh cost efficient very nice vehicles yep. um anyway that aside yep. the decision is still what people hold on to as far as the scandal. And the reality yeah. is that wasn't a scandal. It was a bad PR Donation move, to a charity. But he donated a bunch of money to charity and like he publicly dumped Cleveland. Okay, well Cleveland forgave him clearly because he came back and won a championship. So maybe we can give him a mulligan on that one. Yeah. And obviously the press conference with the Miami Heat, not one, not two, not three, not four. Listen, the Heat didn't mind that at all. And they went to four Pretty straight fun. finals and won two championships. So for all that talk about how that wasn't a, a, a success, like uh, who, who who's saying that wasn't a success? Golden State Warriors? Okay, I guess that's Warriors fans about that not being a yeah. success. But there's really basically success. no other organization around the NBA since that time that can really walk to me and have a conversation about was that successful? Because the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't win two championships in the time he was there. So keep it moving. Mm -hmm. 
Just keep, yep. keep it moving. So that was a success. Now, if you were talking about, you know, that team should have won four or five championships, like, this is, just bring it back down to reality, all right? Because you're really disrespecting right. everyone else in the league when you say that yep. they should just won, win every single year. That's not how it works. Yep. But regardless, LeBron James is just an unbelievable example of what a superstar should be. He's basically scandalous, um, scandal less, not scandalous, scandal less. Um, scandal less. He's. A, a very public family man and he is an it's, consummate leader and what he did with the NBA being the face of the social justice movement in the NBA and really just around the country during a pandemic while basically ensuring that the NBA season continued is remarkable. And listen, I know there's lots of dummies out there who are like, you know, that nobody watched the NBA. It's just, we're, we're in a pandemic, guys. Okay? Yeah. People do, ha do, despite the fact that we are, we are littered with weirdos, still somewhat care about living or dying over the NBA, which I will allow. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You don't know anything to. about NBA, like you know nothing about TV ratings. We work for a very large company that does television very very well might i add they pay yep, real nice obscene amounts of money to have ratings analyzed and examined and try to figure out what segments work with the what time and what's yep. affecting this you guy on twitter you don't know about ratings you don't know anything you know nothing you know less than nothing about TV ratings. You couldn't read, if I gave you a book of ratings, you couldn't read one line of it if your life and your family's life depended on it. I promise you it's that complicated. It you do not know about TV ratings. You know what bugs me the most about people with these TV ratings? Just a little aside. Right. Yeah, come on. It makes me mental. These same people who are like, TV ratings, blah, 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 blah. Go broke, go broke, blah, 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 blah. By the way, no one on the NBA is broke. They're not broke. They're very rich people. No, not very at all. People. You a broke boy, not them. All one percenters. Okay. All very rich. Very yeah. wealthy. Okay. Very real. What? Very wealthy. And then they're owned by even more wealthy people, right? Who they have a right. direct line they can text to. Okay. Right. You person on Twitter or Instagram or wherever the hell you occupy mm -hmm. with your little platform. Love you it. think you know why the NBA ratings are down. You think that every time you turn on your television, you are responsible <laughs> for the ratings. <laughs> do you understand that, Heller? Do you understand? You know, you're laughing, so you know how how absolutely stupid it is. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! They're not tracking everything I watch on TV for the ratings. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put it in a country accent, but you know what I'm saying. You don't. Yeah, no, no. Because this is just, they don't. They have no idea. You don't even know how TV ratings work. If you don't have a Nielsen box in your home, you don't matter your ratings don't count that's not how ratings work you don't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you watch you could watch 17 hours of your yeah. favorite network of your favorite show and it's uh, just you're just yelling into the sky you're yelling at a cloud because unless you have a nielsen box in your house it's not tracking the ratings that's how little you know about ratings you don't even know what the f i'm talking about Okay, so you don't know anything about What's ratings. You haven't affected the ratings by not watching unless you have one of those boxes in your house. And I'm assuming since you're Googling it right now that you just learned today, you were today years old when you learned you don't actually know anything about ratings. You've just been screaming about nothing for all this time. Congratulations, you're dumb. I could have saved you the trouble and just told you you were dumb from the beginning, but I had to emphasize it. So now you know. I had to get it off my chest. You start laughing. These people on FS1 doesn't know, don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to change this channel right now and they're not going to get my rating.
It's not how it works at all. Zero percent. You affected the ratings. Zero percent. None. All right. All right. Okay. All right, calm all right. down. Let me. Let me. Let me bring it. Let me bring this back to basketball. I think LeBron is the goat. I am more impressed overall. Just hear me out. It's close, right? You're you're talking about a very nuanced discussion, and I don't get to have many of those very often. So I'm going to come in brunt force, blunt force trauma here, and just say I think that ten basically in a row is more impressive than three rest two three again. I know MJ won all of them, but it was a different league. It was a different time. LeBron was going up against in my opinion, the greatest basketball team of all time and the Warriors, and then they added KD. So, I, look, he, no, no blips on the radar. It's almost corny. It's almost corny and annoying how sharp and on it LeBron is with doing the right thing, saying the right thing, uh, and setting a good example. So kudos to you. Thank you for all of the content that we've been able to make off of you. Uh, and now, Joy, if you're, unless you have anything else to add, let's move on to uh, another topic. Um, yeah, LeBron, LeBron is meant for this. He's built for this, and that's why he always does and says the right thing and why he has the success that he has in all areas of life because he was literally meant to be as great as he is, and he has, he has handled it impeccably, yep. much better than the rest of us, which is why we're not LeBron James. Yep, a, cho- a chosen one and a man of the people, very rare. Um, okay, uh, let's get into something that's a little less fun. Uh, injuries are part of sports especially full contact tackle sports like football. Uh, that being said, it was very emotional when Dak Prescott went down on Sunday. Uh, many a grizzly man uh, had to pretend they had something in their eyes. Is there a breeze in here? Something going on? Uh, when Dak was carted off after the destruction of his lower leg during a tackle. Uh, the surgery was successful, thankfully, and Dak is recovering. I think he's at home now. I think I'm just going to bluff and say, yep, he's at home recovering. Uh, Joy, this injury will not hurt Dak, hurt Dak Prescott's future earning potential. Quit it or quit it will not. I I think it's I think his earning potential is probably gonna stay about the same. So I will say quit it. Um, All right. So that said, I don't I don't know that he ever was going to get that contract mm. that he was looking for. And if he was, he certainly wasn't going to get it with the Cowboys. So this is a four to six month injury, is what they're saying. So Dak's gonna yeah. be back. And look, you know I love Dak. So that killed me. I mean, I'm so sad for him. And Mm -hmm. to see him crying and carted off the field, I mean, everyone just felt the same way. Like, he's he's such a good dude. He does everything the right way. He's been impeccable for the Cowboys. And, like, he's just constantly criticized because he is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback and he handles all of it perfectly. Always says the right thing. Great dude. So he deserves everything that's coming to him. And it is coming to him. I just don't think it's coming with the Dallas Cowboys. So whenever he got yeah. franchise tagged, it kind of, I, for me, set the clock ticking on him not being there anymore. So I think he mm-hmm. will get franchise tagged again next year because mm-hmm. they are saying that they want to keep him and he's the future. And it's not that, so right. we kind of talk about this like as if Jerry did not offer him a contract. He did. It just wasn't the contract that, that Dak wanted. Now, right. I don't know if you talk to Dak today, if he still wishes he would have signed that contract. Probably. Yeah. But. Interesting. Them not committing to him kind of made me feel like, okay, so he's going to get franchise tag. He's going to go the Kirk Cousins route. He's going to get franchise tag this year, franchise tag next year. So he's going to make about $60 million guaranteed. North, yeah, it's beautiful. And then 
they're not going to commit to him again and he's going to be a free agent and he will go somewhere else and get another contract. Like the the free agency market for quarterbacks is different. You never used to be able to get a, 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 a franchise quarterback on the free right. agency market. That's it's totally different now. And it's totally different because there's so many young quarterbacks like young Herb coming into the league and <laughs> dominating right away. And it's it's changing things. People are moving off of quarterbacks much more quickly than they used to. You have much far yeah. fewer years to get your shit together. Yeah. So the quarterback market, yeah, the quarterback market is different now. It never used to be that way. So I think that he will end up somewhere else and will end up getting a large contract. I don't know if it's going to be, I think it's going to end up being what around what the Cowboys originally offered him. But at that point mm. in his career, it's going to be a little different. So he's still going to get paid, still going to get a long-term contract. Um, this is a super horrible injury obviously but he's going to come back and be fine so i'm not worried about his health as far as if he's going to come back the same way he was or or better he's right. a dedicated guy i'm sure he's going to rehab and, and be fine he's the best doctors in the world and you know he's this is his life so he, he's going to be he's going to be fine as far as that goes it's not like i think he's never going to be the same but right. I, just, I just i i didn't feel like he was going to be with the cowboys long term when he got franchise tagged and i feel the same way now i think he'll be there next year um, I, I don't think Andy Dalton is going to do anything dramatic. Uh, it's, it's still Andy Dalton. We know what he is. Um, yeah. Probably the best backup quarterback in the league. Um, He's not the backup anymore, though. <laughs> well, so, exactly. Yeah. So they're they're in a, they're lucky to have him, obviously, in this situation. And I feel for Dak. Love Dak, and I can't wait to see him back out there on the field. But that's that's more of a long term situation. So I think it just cemented that. I think he's going to get franchise tagged next year because why Why not? You know, that's what they were going to do anyway, uh, likely. Unless, I don't know, they may offer him the contract again that they offered him originally, and then right. he ends up taking that one now because of the injury. So that may happen as well, in which case I'll be totally wrong. But I think he's perfect for the Cowboys. Like, I like him for the Cowboys. I think Dallas, I think he's a winner. I think, obviously, he, he does have limitations as a quarterback. But, yeah. you know, he's shown the ability to win in clutch situations. He's obviously a leader. You saw the reaction oh. of the entire team when he went down. Oh, my goodness. The Cowboys' problem is not Dak Prescott on the offense. The Cowboys' problem is that abysmal defense. That defense is horrible. Like, yeah. it's dramatic. The whole Everyone's talking about it. Like, it's a <laughs> thing. Okay? So they need to fix that defense. That's what they need to be worried about right now. Yeah. Figure out what's going on with the offensive line if they can't get Zeke going. And be ready for Dak when he's back next year. And they're going to win the division anyway. So right. they're going to win the division. The Eagles are terrible. The Giants and Washington are terrible. So if they can just keep it together, they're going to win this division uh, easily, probably, probably by a couple games. So I'm I'm not concerned about them long term as far as that goes, uh, as far as yeah. this season goes. But they have other major issues they need to fix. And keep in mind, the Cowboys, although it doesn't seem that way, are one of the teams that came into this COVID year with a new head coach. So right. clearly they have some new, some things that they still need to move around. Like they weren't, they were coming in as a disadvantage. We just, they're the Dallas Cowboys, so they don't get that grace that some other teams get. Like the Giants are going to get, you know, like there's, there's for real, or, or even like the Buccaneers should get because Tom Brady's there, but it's just, it's Tom Brady. So he comes with expectations. We talked about this a lot. This is a very specific season. Teams that are coming in with a new head coach or a new quarterback yeah. are going to be up against it and they have a new head coach. So this was not the, necessarily the year for the Cowboys anyway. Um, obviously, don't want to see anyone injured, and of course, not in that fashion. And it's Dak Prescott, who I'm a massive fan of. 
but I'm glad it's not as serious as it looked and that the guy's surgery right away and yep. he will be back in, you know, six months. So other injuries could take a year. Um, right. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's the Cowboys are still like, you know, verbally supporting him. And I think it'll, I think it'll all work out. It's just like, you just never want to see that. It sucked. Yep. Yep. You saw, I think you summed it up perfectly. The only thing I can really add is two sort of industry-ish insider notes. One, um, uh, Marcellus Wiley, uh, who I work with on Speak for Yourself. It's a great show. You guys should check it out if you don't already. Uh, he said that he, uh, he, he, he brought up Darren Sproles, who had a very similar injury early in his career. And yet we know of someone, we know of Darren Sproles as someone who was explosive all the way through and almost got more explosive towards the end. So that, that the good news is, is that it's, it's available that he can come back a hundred percent, if not more from this injury. Um, the other thing is, uh, the reason I wrote the, uh, uh, grizzly men having to pretend there was something in their eye, uh, when it happened is cause I'm, you know, I, I work at uh direct TV for red zone and I was in the room when it happened. And the, I mean, just uh, the air left the, it's just a room in Culver city or wherever it is, but at, at every dude in there, every person in there was down after that Cowboys fan or otherwise. Cause you just, it was just a, a tough thing to see. So I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad he's good. And and the surgery happening quickly is also a great thing. Cause that means that, you know, they didn't have to like wait for some crazy swelling to go down or get two extra MRIs. They had a problem. They knew what it was. They fixed it. And, and he's home again. So yeah, Jack is just, Jack's one of those dudes. It just, everyone knows is a good dude. And not that that like matters. Obviously you don't want to see anyone injured, but he's like, you know, right. Jack is special. So it's, yeah. it's, and especially cause we all know he's betting on himself and we all kind of root for that. Yeah. Um, cause it's a scary thing to do. So yeah, you just, it was, it was rough. There's this, it's okay if you shed a tear and you ain't gotta lie. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Definitely got choked. Empathy sure. is important in 2020. We're, yeah. We're you got, yeah. You gotta out. let them. Some of us are trying it out. out in 2020. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crying year in 2020. I'd say, I think it it's is. safe to say. No one's judging it. <laughs> Hey, Donnie, what's going on High Key, Low Key this week? What's up, what's up? All right, High Key, your heat went further in the bubble playoffs than most fans expected, but still not as far as Miami fans wanted. You were two wins away from a ring. Low Key, the East could end up being much tougher next year. Did the Heat just miss their best chance at a championship? High Key, no. <laughs> I just, <laughs> no. Good answer, I like that. <laughs> I don't know, you know, that's the thing about these championship runs when it's a little unexpected. It's like, hmm. You know, do we miss our window? Do we miss our opportunity? But like at the end of the day, we weren't supposed to win that championship. Like the Lakers yeah, this, were supposed this to. This technically win that. wasn't your window. No, it's not because well, first of all, a like it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, and while I love this Heat team, I'm also not a lunatic, and it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I love Jimmy Butler. We lost Bam and Goron in Game One, so it's like. Yeah. You know, that's rough. And we had guts and fought back. And I'm really proud of this team in the way that we're trending. And Tyler Hero cemented himself as a star. Not a superstar yet, but a star. Bam was unbelievable when he was back. And Jimmy Butler yeah. had one of the greatest all-time finals performances ever. But kudos to LeBron James. Like, he's doing his thing in L.A. And I cannot be mad at how that turned out. If we were going to lose to any team and any LeBron James team, I'm glad it was this one. 
uh, for multiple reasons. I do think that the Heat will be back. Uh, I mean, look, there's, there's, you know, there's some rumblings out there that Giannis could be on his way down to South Beach. If that's the case, it's yeah. over for all y'all yeah. fools, okay? It's a wrap. <laughs> you have never seen me so obnoxious in your life, unless you saw me when I was in Miami when the big three were there. A few I was years ago. a problem, yes. But since then, uh, I haven't been able to brag incessantly on a team that I am a fan of. And if Giannis comes there... Oof. Let the bragging begin. It, I'm going to be obnoxious. I'm going to make enemies. But I'm willing to do that because that's how I thrive. But the point is, there's some moves that can be made. And there's a, there's actually a, a, some free agency, free agent moves that are available out there um, that might just change the game. But I have been preaching about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving incessantly because KD yeah. is coming back. All right, and I love me some KD, and that team is going to be legit. They were legit in the bubble without anybody. They're going to get everyone exactly. back. So two superstars back. Two superstars back. Um, Spencer will be back. Like, there's going to be a whole mm-hmm. situation going on in Brooklyn. If they can make it all come together with Steve Nash, they are going to be a problem. And the West is not going to be the same either. Hello, the Warriors are going to be healthy again. The Clippers are going to come back with a new coach and a new uh, ignited spirit to bring uh, the championship to <laughs> Clippers fans, which I can't even imagine being a Clippers fan right now. It must be awful. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, so so the, the NBA is going to look different entirely next year with all the injuries that from big-time stars that are going to be back. The draft, I mean, where's LaMelo Ball going to go? There, there's so much going on. But I'm really proud of this Heat team. And I got to give the flowers where it's necessary. I thought LeBron James was the MVP of the regular season this year. He was clearly the finals MVP. The silliness about AD being the finals MVP. Please. He was obviously the finals MVP for the Lakers. They won their 17th championship in the year that they lose Kobe Bryant in a crazy pandemic season in the bubble where like leadership and maturity were the number one thing. And yeah, yeah, like it was a Hollywood ending. It really was a Hollywood ending. They did everything they were supposed to do. I'm super proud of LeBron James. Face of the league handled all of that adversity and being the face of a movement, being the voice Mm -hmm. of the NBA, who was at the forefront of, you know, just the, the height of the social unrest. In this country, so um, I thought it was—I thought it was a fitting end. I'm not a sore loser. We'll be back again, and uh, it was an amazing season. I enjoyed every second of it, and the NBA just absolutely crushed it. Amazing work in the yeah. bubble. Could be more impressed. I mean, we watched, we watched history. Like we went from having no sports at all to having too many sports for the, the, the human being to consume. Uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah, at days at a time. Yeah, it was overwhelming. And it was great basketball, great stories, just just uh, stars emerging. I mean, the Phoenix Suns. I could go on and on, uh, but all all in all, it was a success, and I'm not mad about it. And we'll be back. All right, high key. When it comes to NFL divisions, the AFC North is looking like the exact opposite of the NFC East, meaning that they look good, with the exception of one team that still has some work to do. Low key, that team I'm talking about isn't the Browns. They're four and one, and just coming off of an impressive win over the Colts. I'm still not ready to jump on the bad wagon just yet, but is Kevin Stefanski, is he about to win coach of the year? I think so. It I feels so, like it. Right? It feels that way yeah. because if you're looking at the teams, like that that award usually goes to a team that, that, that a little bit overachieves. And if they keep yes. trending in the way that they are, um, 
I don't see how you don't. I mean, what were they last year? They were a dumpster fire embarrassment, honey. And they were four and one for the first time since like what, nineteen ninety eight? Um, it's remarkable. The culture, and they, the culture's changed. The culture's changed. It looks, it looks different. The culture's changed. Yeah. And what's different? Kevin Stefanski. So I think that they exactly. he does definitely deserves all the credit for putting this back together. Um, I mean, he is the significant change there. Baker was there last year. Jarvis was there last year. Odell was there last year. And that's not to give them credit for not buying in because they clearly have. I mean, the whole yeah. the whole environment there in Cleveland is different. But yeah, they put it all together. It seems like they're legit. Um, they People weren't really giving them credit for that Cowboys win. I did. So this Colts, this Colts win, you gotta, you gotta give them their flowers. Like that Colts defense Specs. is legit. It was number one in almost every statistical category around the league and they got a good win now look i don't believe in philip rivers i didn't at the beginning of the season so this isn't you um you know yeah. but we just almost went along with this because it's like philip rivers and he talks shit, so it's he's fun dark on it and uh look like i respect philip rivers but it's just his time is done and that's that's very obvious and i think it's gonna be a different situation next year with the colts because there's gonna be some movement at the free agency position for quarterbacks but yeah, I think the Browns got a really legit win. They've got the Steelers this week. That's going to be a good game because that is a division rival and they're both playing well. Steelers undefeated. Browns obviously with the one loss to the Ravens. So uh, that's a big game and I'm looking forward to it because, you know, people are kind of questioning if the Steelers are really as good as they are a peer because of the teams that they played, uh, which yeah. I don't know if that's entirely fair because, again, like you got to beat the teams on your schedule. But I think it's something right. to pay attention to. So I'm looking forward to this game this weekend. But yeah, I got to give the Browns credit, which kills me. But, um, you know, not because I root against them. I don't root against the Browns. Um, <laughs> but I just, you know, I I want to see if they were legit. Like, are you really about that life? Because you seem like you're yeah. about that life, but are you really about that life? And that Colts win to me shows that they're really, they're really making changes there, which is good because they've got stars in that team and they need to thrive. If they were in a different division, it would be a lot easier for me to jump on that bandwagon because everyone in that division is, is tough, minus the Bengals. But um, it, it sucks that they have to go against the AFC North like that. There's a but couple divisions like that, though, right now that are really playing yeah. really well. So Yeah, that's true. It's big boy football. Also, another note is uh, Kevin Stefanski's last team has the like opposite record of the Browns right now. They're one and four. The common denominator there is Kevin Stefanski. So, I mean, value. How's she doing when you leave? Okay. <laughs> you know, Don't I, know what you've got till it's gone. Exactly. And I didn't. I was very, 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 very wrong about Minnesota. I apologize, Packers fans. I apologize. Forgive me. I was wrong. All right. High key. <laughs> yeah, you admitted it. All right. High key, competitive sports or anything competitive really is all about the race to the top. Who's the best? Who's going to be the winner? Low key, you can't have a winner without a loser. And as a Detroit Lions fan since 1988, I've watched some of the most creative losing imaginable. But this season, the L's have been spread about a plenty for a bunch of teams. Joy, who's the worst of the worst this season? It's tough. It really is hard to pick who is the worst. Not to pick from. Um, so let's go over the teams that are at the bottom of the league, right? So let's start mm -hmm. with obviously we just we just talked about Minnesota. Minnesota extra bad. Um, yeah, real bad. And I, there's really nothing that can change there because they they should have won this weekend against Seattle. 
that was their opportunity and uh, that's a no-go. But they, both the Vikings and the Lions have one win. So they're not the worst of the worst. Uh, we are talking, I don't know. We are talking about the Falcons who um, still yes. do not have a win. 0-5. 0-5. We are talking about the Jets who also do not have a win. Um, we are talking about the Texans. Oh, I'm sorry, the Texans just got the win. That's right. So they got a win. Yeah. They got a win. Yeah. The Giants, the other New York. The team. Giants. Yeah. So the Giants, the Giants, the uh, Falcons, the Jets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those are all the own four teams. Um, I am going to. Ha- it's tough because you know both of those New York teams are extra extra stinky. And the Falcons really shouldn't be losing, right? Like, they're in these games. They're putting up points. They have a legit franchise quarterback who's a former MVP not that long ago. Two so, really good receivers. Two good Todd receivers. Gurley. That, that offense looks really good it's, um, on paper. It's, it's tough. And then you have the New York Giants. It's like you lost Saquon Barkley. You know, mm-hmm. is it really all Daniel Jones' fault? You have a new coach this year. So, you know, you got to give them a little bit of grace, even though they're extra stinky. So I think of the worst of the worst. Um, and, and the Bengals haven't gotten a, a win. Oh, yeah. The Bengals did get a win. They got a win and a tie. So that's, that's a weird spot to be yeah. in. Yeah. They're one, one, three, and one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bengals don't count. If you have a win, you don't count. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to stick with the, all the absolute losers. So out of all the absolute losers, I think I have to pick the Jets because – um, I know Le'Veon Bell's been hurt, but Saquon's out for the year, and they have a new coach, so I'll give them grace. The Falcons yeah. are actually not this bad. They just can't figure out how to win. Um, so I think it's really just it's, – it, it's, it's for that reason between the Falcons and the Jets, and I'm going to go with the Jets because the Jets have Sam Darnold. They're returning Adam Gase. They have some pieces. Gase mm-hmm. is trying up and down to prove that, you know, it's it's not everybody that's complaining about him. It's – or, or, you know, it's not him, even though everyone's complaining about him. It's really everybody else. Well, it kind of seems like it's you, fam. Um, and the, 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 the situation in New York is a disaster. Now, here's, the, here's really where it gets tricky. Because, obviously, one of these super stinky teams is going to be picking at the top of the NFL draft. And one of them is going to get an opportunity to take a swing at Trevor Lawrence. And... Yeah. While part of me is like, yeah, you really can't pass up Trevor Lawrence if you are the New York Jets, even with Sam Darnold. Like, I think you could trade Sam Darnold. He could wind up in Indianapolis. That would be a good situation for him. Colin was talking about that today. It was kind of intriguing. Because I don't know how you trade back. Even though that's probably what the Jets should do. I don't know how you trade back um, and pass on Trevor Lawrence in, in New York. But if you take Trevor yeah. Lawrence in New York, you're still in the same super stinky situation that you were in before. Only you're probably going to have a new head coach because we're all assuming Adam Gase is going to get fired. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a hopeless situation for the Jets either way. Um, it'll be fun, obviously, to have Trevor Lawrence in New York, but they, they have to completely retool that entire organization. They're just, I mean, they're like the Bengals. Like, they are going to get the top yeah. pick, but they're going to end up Something with Trevor patience. Lawrence. The only good thing is that it's Trevor Lawrence in New York City. So, um, yeah, I think I think I got to pick the Jets. They're extra, extra stinky. You get the stinkiest of the stinky awards, guys. All right, we'll circle back at the end of the season and see if that smell is still coming out of New York like that. We'll see. 
Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> All right. High key, the reigning champs of the NFC have been battered and bruised, but entering week five with their starting quarterback returning and a home game against the Fitz Magic led Dolphins, things were kind of looking up. Loki, Jimmy G was benched after an awful first half as the Niners were blown out 43 to 17. Joy, is this the beginning of the end of Garoppolo in the Bay? Uh, uh, it's feeling that way, isn't it? I don't think so, yeah. though. I think, I think he's, well, look, right? Like everything eventually comes to an end, but I don't think it's the start of the end now. I think they're just going through a down year. I don't think they're going to bail on Jimmy Garoppolo just yet. He has a high ankle sprain. Yeah. It looked like some of his throws were affected by that, not just, you know, the dominant Dolphins defense. And listen, I love the Dolphins, but like, come on. It, it was it was a great game for the Dolphins. Fitzpatrick played great. Let's just chalk it up to like a really good game by the Dolphins and that the 49ers are missing yeah. a lot of pieces and Jimmy Garoppolo is injured. So I don't think they've taken a dramatic step down from last year, a Super Bowl hangover or whatever you want to call it. It's just a down year. Like that's, that's what it is. Kyle Shanahan is still a good coach. And I think Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo is still a franchise quarterback. But Jimmy Garoppolo was never this all-time t- – like – trans transgenerational talents like he's Jimmy exactly. Garoppolo. he's a good quarterback a, a a starting quarterback a team that could a quarterback that could lead your team to the super bowl clearly because he did now he had a lot of pieces mm-hmm. and an amazing defense and an incredible running game and it's nice when you have all that stuff going on so what happens when when things are going bad that's really like the test of if you have a superstar that can carry you or not I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. is a superstar, but I don't think we're learning anything through this process. So I think he's still injured. I think they're going to give him a little bit more time, as they should. Also, what the hell else are you going to do? So um, yeah. you've committed to him at this point. So I, I think I think in another next year, when everything is back to normal and you've got Bosa back and got everyone kind of settled down, if he's still looking like this, that will be the beginning of the end. But I think you get a grace period. Look, everyone freaked out about golf. Goff, Sean McVay's not smart. The running game. Rams look fine. Okay, sometimes you just have a down year. There's no need to panic and freak out. But I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo was ever really that guy to that level that anyone should be surprised that his his low is really low. And he's also not 100%. So I don't think it's panic time yet. Yeah, this feels like an asterisk kind of a year for the 49ers, especially. It's an asterisk year for everyone because of COVID, but especially for the 49ers with the injuries that they had to deal with. It's been rough. Yeah, it's 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 troublesome at best. High key. After being named the permanent starter of the Chargers, rookie Justin Herbert looked more than ready for the job despite coming up short against the Saints on Monday night. Low-key, young Herbert's building himself a legit case for rookie of the year. Again, despite all the losing, though. Young Herb. Young, young Herb. Herb. Young Herb looks <laughs> spicy out there, didn't he? Yeah, he does. He looks ready. I like Young good. Herb. He got a little... He's just... He, he doesn't have any panic in him. I love that about him. I like... So calm. Exactly. I liked what I saw from him in the bowl game. I'm inconsistent with that. I wasn't sure, you know, how quickly he was going to adapt to the NFL. But he is just shark born swimming into this NFL situation. Yep. I mean, to find out five minutes before you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs that you're starting because some doctor uh, took Tyrod Taylor out, which is super unfortunate. But he looks amazing. It's the worst for Tyrod. I hate it for Tyrod. But Young Herb looks amazing. We're calling him that now. Young Herb looks amazing. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, being a Herb is really not a good thing, but Young Herb... (laughs) We'll flip that. We're yeah. flip it. <laughs> young Herb together. Yeah. Young, young in front of it. Young Herb makes it better. 
Um, <laughs> I like him, man. He's good. He is a nice arm. He is not scared to throw that shit the entire length of the football field. He's got great receivers and talent around him. They can't figure out how to get over this curse. I suggested on the show today, I'm going to say it again. I feel like just get you some sage. You know what I'm saying? You can get it at Whole Foods. You can order it on Amazon for real, for real. And just, you know, just just have a couple, you know, well, well-intentioned uh, employees. You know, they got their spirit right. Walk around the facility <laughs> and get whatever this steak is on, especially on your kickers. You might want to put the kickers in a salt bath. Okay, you guys. Oh my god! That, yeah. Oh my god! Like you knew when that everyone Twitter re- really rarely agrees on everything, and one thing Twitter can all agree on is that the Chargers are cursed. No yeah. one argues it. It, it happened. It's you need to find out who cursed them though. That's the thing. Where where did the curse come from? Who did it? I don't who know, but that's some powerful shit. Okay, it's spooky season. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's spooky season. We need to get to the bottom of the Chargers curse. All right, where is Nancy mm-hmm. Drew? It's really time. Like, save that shit. Do some Reiki. Okay, this is California. We got healers on every corner. You can yeah. go down to Venice right now. Crystals. And get you, and get you um, yep, charger crystals and this full moon. Whatever you need to do, but it's time. Like, we got to get this curse off. But I like Young Herb. I like what the Chargers are doing. And uh, I'm. he is making it very difficult for us Dolphins fans to sit around and not see Tua. I will tell you that. Like, even with uh, Fitz yeah. playing great, I'm like, all right, it's... Let's see what we got. Impatient. You're impatient. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Appreciate your time. Make sure you hit subscribe and make sure you follow us on all our social media pages at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod and myself at Joy Taylor Talks. And join us next week. Make sure you listen on any of the podcast platforms that you like. We have it on iHeartMedia, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and of course on YouTube. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Oh.